Hello, this is Daniel Orton, pastor of Harvest House United Pentecostal Church in Marion, Kentucky. It is our desire to see hurting hearts and minds healed as they are born again into the kingdom of God. It is my desire that this podcast will be a blessing to you and help bring you closer to Jesus. John, Ned and lost it, but it's John 10. There we go. Then said Jesus to them again, Verily, verily, I said to you, I am the door of the sheep. Is that the only one you got? I figured the technology out. We'll be doing good. All that ever come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not uh, hear them. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved, not saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> saved. We're not sure what saved is, but you will be saved. All right? Saved. Everybody say saved. All right. Lord, help us tonight. Every life, every heart that's here, anybody that may hear this by way of podcast, we love you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I want some participation here tonight. How many was here last Thursday night? Who was here last Thursday night? Y'all wasn't? Okay. We used to play a game. Um, I kind of started off like that. I'm going to California and I'm going to take a, name something that starts with A. The next person, name something that starts with B. So, tonight we're not going to California. Tonight I'm going to Cozumel, Mexico. And I'm going to take an, um, I have something that starts with an A that I might need in Cozumel, Mexico. Apple pie. Jacob said an apple pie. So, I'm going to go to Cozumel, and I'm going to take an apple pie and now you got to say it all here. No, you got to do it right. You're not playing the game right. Sister Cheryl, I need your help. Is Jake don't know how to play? No, we're going to Cosmo, Mexico. And I'm going to take an apple pie and She'll appreciate that. So who's go, who's got the C for me? So Jake, now you're next. You got to play this game right now. Did I say California? No, you said Cosmo. Okay. Okay. Now who's who's next in this? Jimmy. All right. Listen, you got you name got the object. You have to name everything else. That everybody said okay. Mexico. Not Daniel. I'm I'm going already, so I'm going. So we got anybody else want to join in with an E here? Huh? All right, go ahead. Okay. An elephant. Okay. Anybody else want to help me with this? Uh, go ahead. 
right. Anybody else? Get to anybody else want to join in? You remember it? Okay. Well, that's the game we used to play. You're not done. Well, we'll have to play it on the way. We'll play it while we're at. We will play that while we're at uh, KYC. So, I done that for a reason. If you're going to go to Cosmo, Mexico, you got to plan a little bit for it. Um, me and Sister Cheryl went to Cosmo, Mexico in 2018. We uh, went for our 25th wedding anniversary. And when you're going to go on a journey that far away, you have to plan ahead. It doesn't just happen. So we... We had to search. We had to figure out exactly planes and locations, where we were going to go. It was a long journey. It was something that we had a lot of fun, but you only got so much you can take with you. So you got to figure out what you're going to take with you. What size your bags had to be. How much money it's going to cost if you got a bag it was too big or what you can get and actually take on a plane and what you get can actually go all kinds of stuff like that they are very serious about it when you go out of the country and in the country when we came back into the country it was kind of funny um we was got off in south carolina and we was going through customs and there was this lady that was checking us as we went through and she started blasting these questions with us saying where you been? What'd you go to Cosmo for? What'd you do? You do this, that? And it's like, well, I was excited. I was coming back for, hey, we just celebrated our 25th anniversary. Said happy anniversary. Next question just went right on. I'm like, all right. But something she wanted from us that we definitely had to have because if we hadn't had it, we couldn't have got back in the country. And it's this right here. Anybody know what this is? a passport this is my passport um, you have to have one of these to be able to leave the country it's a passport it actually has on the inside it's got my beautiful face um, I don't remember where I had that done at but it's not that beautiful but basically this is good for 10 years but if you're gonna go outside of the country you got to have a passport and I still got my plane tickets in here and I got some other uh, stuff that we got while I was at Cozumel but inside the passports really cool because it's got a bunch of different places you actually can get your passport stamped in certain places was there not nowhere in Cozumel we could do that did they stamp it I don't remember but anyway you can stamp so your passport almost becomes a um, kind of a record of where you've been. So, if we're going to make, I started last week talking about preparing for a journey to heaven. And it didn't matter how much we packed, what we prepped. Did you have the secondary for that? Or just that? Okay, go ahead and put it up there. I want to talk about our spiritual passport tonight. If you're going to go out of the country, it doesn't matter if you have everything else in order. You have to have your passport or you cannot you cannot enter out uh, 
Is that a passport? It is a passport. It? No, it's not mine. I don't think. Okay, it's not mine. So, how, in, in looking at this, I found something really interesting. How old do you think this concept of a passport is? 27 years. Okay. <laughs> it's actually kind of it's kind of interesting. Um, in this modern time, this thing's very important, okay? You have to have it to fly. It has a lot of different symbolisms about what it is, but having the right passport means the difference between life and death. It can mean uh, give you hope that you'll be safe, and all kinds of things. But here's the deal. The history of the passport is very long and very complex from what I can read and I was studying about it. It actually reaches back to at least 1500 B.C. And I was kind of surprised by it. Uh, and that is all the way back into Egypt. And the reason being, people were required to have permission documents before leaving their port. And as time has went, it's, it's changed all kinds of different ways. And it, it's coming to this place today that we see this. In the Roman Empire, they had folding table, tablets called tractorias. They were issued by the emperor, which entitled the bearer to um, give them assistance as they traveled. We see it during war times. We've seen cultures that use this document known as safe conducts, which are guaranteed a safe passage through the enemy lines to those in the diplomatic eras. But some other boring info that I'm not going to give you. But this is a quote that I just found it ironic that I found when studying for this. A guy by the name of Michael McEntry, I don't know how you say his last name for sure. He said, huh? No, it's, it could be. It's spelt very odd. Um, and I'm doing this a little different tonight because I'm trying to garnish your attention a little better. But he said this, listen to this. Do you know what passport, passports are? He asked this question. Then he answered it. They are an accurate representation of your face. So then you can pass ports. That's what you look like, okay? Deal with it. <laughs> Sister Cheryl does not like her passport. So, I want to talk about just for a few minutes here. I'm, I'm kind of laying a foundation for some future things, but Basically, what I'm trying to say, it doesn't matter how bad I want to go to Cozumel, Mexico. It doesn't matter if I have an apple pie. It doesn't matter if I have Bethany. It doesn't matter if I have Corbin. It, it doesn't matter. What, what was you said you had? A dog, an elephant, and a fiesta. I was thinking you was on G. I thought you were going to say a guy. But anyway. <laughs> but. We, it doesn't matter if you have everything you think you need to go to Cosmo, Mexico. If you're leaving the United States or any other country, 
you're not going to go without one of these, without some kind of major or something other going on. You have to have a passport. And here's the thing I want to tell everybody here today. Everybody has one. Okay? Everybody in this place has a passport. Everybody has a spiritual passport. As I thought about this, and I put thought into this, I come to this conclusion. Every one of us are going to spiritually pass from this world to the next. Every one of us are going to pass from this world to the next. And you have to have a spiritual passport. And you do have one. But here's the cool thing about these passports. They tell where you have been. I've not been but one place, Cosmel, so. But people that have these that travel all the time, they have stamped all over the country. Places they go, they stamp them where they've been. And this is what I'm going to tell you today. Your spiritual passport, everywhere you go, you're stamping where you go. Okay? Everywhere you go, you're stamping where you go. And I think that goes beyond just our physical locations, but also our emotional places we go. The opening text said this. Jesus said, I am the door by me. If any man enters in, he shall be saved. Or saved, as Jacob had put it up there. Listen. Your spiritual passport is only going to take you one of two places. You're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. And based what's on the inside of the spiritual passport tells where you're going. Because inside your spiritual passport, it tells where you've been, where you've traveled, what condition your life has been in. John chapter 14, Jesus speaking said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you and myself, that where I am there ye may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? We know this scripture is famous. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh to the Father but by me. Despite what Oprah said, which is this. This is her statement. She said, there are millions of ways to be a, to be a human being in many paths to what you call God. I am a Christian who believes that there are certainly many more paths to God other than Christianity. Oprah is absolutely right. But unfortunately, all those other million ways leads to God's judgment. Every way leads to God. But every way doesn't lead to heaven. And we have to understand that once we get to that final judgment, what's inside this little passport of ours is going to tell the tale. And as we travel through this life, we spiritually stamp in our passport our journey. I'm going to be very simple, and I'm probably not going to be real super long tonight. But I want to be very, very close to, what the, to where I'm trying to hit with this. Because it doesn't matter if I go from here 
talking about our spiritual journey, the how we need this in our life. We need some holiness. We need um, we need disciplines in our life. We need all this stuff in our life. But let me tell you what: if we don't have Jesus in this, He's the only way we're going to get to heaven. And Jesus stamps Himself all throughout our spiritual passport. Everything we do, as this Michael McIntyre, it probably is McIntyre, it just felt different and I would envision it. He said that passports are an accurate representation of your face. So then you can passports. That's what you look like, okay? Deal with it. So that's the truth about our spiritual passport. Wherever we go, we're stamping in our spiritual passport where we've been in life. We're stamping in it. So if, if we go off on that person and we never make it right, it's stamped in here. We go off on that person and we say, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Guess what happens? That gets erased. Everything that spiritually goes against the Word of God is put in here. And if we repent, it is marked out of here, out of the passport. The passport identifies who we are. Okay? Now listen to this. In old times, in this 1500, year 1500 and, and before that, two things identify a person in those days. Those two things were where they were born and which tribe they belonged to. That's the two things that identified them. That is Joseph of what? That put Jesus, had a place for Jesus to be buried? What? That was Jesus of what? All right. So we see it. There, we let, that lets them know where they were born and where they belong. And our biblical passport doesn't ask you where you were born and the country of your citizenship. It asks this question. How do you live? What do you do about God's image in you? This is what the spiritual passport. It, the, it, the, the spiritual passport is a heart document. That's what I'm talking about tonight. This passport, spiritually that I'm talking about, documents what's in our heart as we go through life. And this world looks at things very different. They look at your birthplace matters. Oh, you're from Marion. Huh. Can any good thing come out of Marion? I've heard that. It can. Texas did. Jimmy did. Jenna did. Brooklyn did. That's the ones from Marion here tonight. Corbin, he's out of Marion. Wasn't born in Marion, but he's from there. I've heard it called Critical County instead of Crittenden County. Well, to this world, that stuff, birthplace matters, citizenship matters. But I'm going to tell you right now, you, if you're from Marion and you're going to go to Cozumel, you better have a, 
a passport because if you've got an inaccurate one and one that's not right, you're not going in. You may go to jail. But God works according to a different document. And we need to look at our identification papers. What does your heart identify you as? Because here's the thing. You may fool me, Texas. Jimmy, you may fool me. You may have a false passport that you're presenting me. But when you get to heaven, he's got the real document. He's got the real thing. He knows what's on the inside of us. Who's, who's giving you the passport you got? Here's the thing. By the way, some people act and claim, oh, now you've, we've all seen this, right? I am a Christian. My passport says, blah, 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 I'm a Christian. But then you see how they act, and you think they got some false documents. But this passport I'm talking about is a heart issue. Okay, let's look. Anybody know who Ruth is? Who's Ruth? Ruth what? From where? Ruth from the Moab, the Mobite. I can't say it. I ain't going to try it. I'll mess it up. The Mobite. She came in with, uh, she came in with Naomi. She was an outsider. But Boaz seen something else on the inside of Ruth. She was an outsider according to where she was born, her citizenship. But her heart revealed that her place of birth and her tribe didn't mean much because she reflected God's character. To the point that eventually the people of Bethlehem from the tribe of Judah recognized her for what she really was, one of them. So it doesn't matter whether you've been from, if you're from Critical County. It doesn't matter if you come from a home that was broken. It doesn't matter if you come from um, somewhere that your mama left you, your daddy left you, whatever. None of that matters. They recognize her because the way she lived. That's the same thing that applies to us, okay? We can claim that we got forgiveness. We can claim that we've been restored. We can claim that we've been redeemed. But until we live in ways that convince those that's born in Israel that we're a tribe of Israel, we're missing something. And the only way we can get this passport up to date and stamped with the right destinations is we have to go through Jesus. I want to say this. I was listening to the podcast last night of Reality Speaks. I was there and didn't hear it, but I listened to it today. I was listening to Tracy and, and um, Roy talk about their, their married life and dating. And they said, church is what we do. Church has to become what you do. For this passport to really be what it needs to be, 
And everything has to go through Jesus. Every plan, every action, every thought, everything we do needs to go through Jesus. Young people, make sure if you're going to marry that person, you go through Jesus with it. Adult. That job you may go to. Let's go through Jesus with it. That big financial thing we're going to make. Everything we do needs to go through Jesus. Why does that matter? Because the passport of our heart tells who we really are. And until we pass things through Jesus and we figure out who Jesus is, we'll never know who we are. I'm not going to be too much longer. Matter of fact, probably just a few more minutes tonight. I am going to read these scriptures, talk about a couple of things and be done. Matthew 16, 13 through 19 says, When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I am? They said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, others Jeremiah, 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 or one of the prophets. But he said to them, But whom say ye that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to thee. And we love this scripture because we say the church is built on a rock and all this. But the important part about this scripture is what Jesus says to him. And I said to thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church. When Peter told Jesus who he was, Jesus told Peter who he was. Everybody hear this tonight. This is so important with our passport. If you don't know who Jesus is, he'll never tell you who you are. If you, don't know who, if you can't figure out who Jesus is and tell him who he is in your life and let him be Lord of your life, if you have a passport, whatever that picture says on there, well, that guy's wrong. Because it won't really be you. Because you're going to have a false passport. You're going to think you're something that you're not. And when we go through Jesus, he tells us who we are. And we figure this out. We become a child of God. You young people that we're going to go to Kentucky Youth Retreat, or Kentucky Youth, what's it called, Retreat? I've been praying and... I've been praying for you guys this week. And I've been fasting for you this week. I believe that you're going to figure out who Jesus is this week. And this week, I am praying this. That when we leave there, there's going to be a stamp in your passport. that says something totally different than what, from the places you've been going. Because here is the deal. Is I'm going to bring this to close. I told you it wouldn't be real long tonight. And I haven't been compared to what I usually do. Less than 30 minutes. Revelations 20 and 12 says this. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. Everybody look at me. This is the books that were open, the Bible. And another book was open. You know what it is? It's the passport. Well... This passport has got a match.
his passport. It's the, it's the big login book. How about that? And another book was opened, which is the book of life. Life. Everybody say the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And we have to have a name in the book of life. How sad would it be when we get to heaven? And Jenna, you stand before the Lord and you say, But look, I've got my passport. See, that's me, Jenna. don't match my records. I don't know you. It'd be bad with you. If we're going to make this journey to heaven, the most important thing of anything that we're ever going to have is our spiritual passport being right. And tonight, just very simply put, that spiritual passport is our heart. Everywhere we go, our heart tells the story. Okay? Our heart tells the story. If the things we go through in life, if we take it through Jesus, that person that hurt you, if you don't never let that go, there's going to be a stamp of unforgiveness in your heart. But when we say, Jesus, I forgive them. He erases that out of that. And your heart becomes clean. Anger and bitterness, wrath, strife, all these things inside of us that defile the man's heart. We've got to have that clean because we're going to have to pass that off to him one of these days and say, Lord, please. So, our spiritual passport is very important. Because it is exactly what the name says it is. We pass ports. One of these days, we're all going to pass from this place to the next one. So, I'm done. I'm going to come pray tonight for a few minutes. Talk to the Lord. Come on, can we come up here and pray some more? Talk to Jesus.